And that, my friends, is what one of my friends and colleagues in radio was trying to do today. I'm Alexander Garrett, uh, keeping it real once again. And this colleague I'm referring to, Joe Borelli, we'll get to that conversation in a bit. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you're on Keeping It Real. Uh, you know I produce at AM970 The Answer uh, for Kevin McCullough. Well, sometimes AM970 brings in some really neat people and neat uh, features to the studios and the offices of AM970 The Answer. That was no different today because my coworkers and I got to taste the beautifully well-put-together, delicious, and, and fairly uh, known melt shop. If you ever walk past Fulton Street, they're there on Fulton Street. They have 17 locations nationwide. And we got a taste at the radio station of melt shop today, thanks to Arthi Meta, the director of marketing. And so thank you, uh, Greg Cooper. Thank you to melt shop for this beautiful lunch today. It was delicious. It was a wide variety. I had the chicken bacon ranch, which was, you know, just so good. So good. So filling and really hit the spot for a midday lunch. And so I recommend you go to melt shop, uh, in the city. And if you want to find out more information, just go to melt shop franchise Dot com if you want to do a franchise or if you want to just going to visit meltshop.com so check it out and thanks again to Arthi and Greg for that beautiful lunch and at that lunch was Joe Borelli you know Joe was filling in today for Kevin McCullough and this was almost surreal to me because we're prepping for the five o'clock show we're prepping we're looking up stories he gets a text message uh you know Mayor de Blasio just called you a liar. That's what he was told. Do you believe that? He was literally told that de Blasio, uh, he was literally told that de Blasio called him a liar. And I mean, just take a listen Take a listen liar on national TV. to I'm this. Calling the New York Post a liar and Councilman Burley a liar. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Mayor de Blasio? Are you kidding me right now? That you're going to call the, the uh, city councilman a liar when you yourself, when... Things got hot under the collar with the Department of Investigations and Mark Peters' diligent work on your corruption, on your lies. You have the audacity, and even Joe Borelli gets frustrated here. Now, you've gone out and called me a liar on national TV. I'm calling the New York Post a liar and Councilman Burley a liar. And, and so, I can get his frustration. I can get Joe Borelli's frustration. And, by the way, that was the first segment of the show today. And to be producing behind the scenes, watching him field all these calls from two to five and watching him field all these requests for interviews, comments, because the mayor of New York City just called him a liar. That was just awe inspiring. That was just incredible. Something I've never seen before. And why is the mayor 
this now all of a sudden purveyor of truth when he never is truthful in his own life? Why is he all of a sudden bashing and calling Borelli a liar? Well, it's because he's afraid of the truth that Borelli speaks. You know, he meets with organizations all over the place. He met with CARE after the Islamic attack, that mosque attack in New Zealand. Uh, in New Zealand. He, Christ Church New Zealand. He has met with Eric Garner's family. He did not meet with Pantaleo's family. Mayor de Blasio. So he's met with groups. He's met with groups and he's called them by name. So Mayor de Blasio. Why do you not want to call Blue Lives Matter? Why don't you want to call them the name? Because you should say it that blue lives matter. You should say that each and every day. You know what's funny is you get aggravated that Borelli is actually telling the truth on this. I don't want to explain how. But your organ, your department, your initiative on mental health didn't want to be associated with Blue Lives Matter. That's why you don't want to look embarrassed. So you're calling, you're calling Borelli a liar. But Joe Borelli is saying something different. We were discussing the flyer that we were going to distribute in the police precincts, at the community board, at my office, etc. The return address, rather the, the RSVP, rather, was call my office, a public official, and RSVP your seat. It was a public event. Somewhere along the line, they decided that they don't want to have their logo, the city's Thrive NYC logo, associated with Bill and Shirlane de Blasio. Bill de Blasio will get into this later, but doesn't like the criticism of his wife. He made his wife the head of a city agency with an extremely large $250 million annual budget. That puts her neither above or below the same criticism we'd give to the police commissioner, the sanitation commissioner, and the dog catcher. So they decided they don't want their logos to be on the same flyer as Blue Lives Matter. They don't want to hear it. Blue Lives Matter. So they beat around the bush. They say, change this, change that. We don't want this. We don't want that. Finally, my chief of staff, and I'll shout him out, Frank Masha, who knows just went to just went to hit him with a fork and the knife and poke him, calls him out and says, let's be honest, you just don't want this to be with Blue Lives Matter, even though they're the sponsoring organization, even though they're the ones that give this event legitimacy. They're the ones the police department and member, the members trust to actually come to share their feelings about mental health, a sensitive topic. Now, they told Frank, well, no, no, no. This is lie one. We just want, we just want, we don't, we, rather, we just don't think that Thrive should be on flyers with other groups. They don't think the Thrive logo or whatever should be featuring other groups in their flyer. Now, if you have what's called a Google machine, which I'm told can find anything on the Internet, you could have easily just Googled and saw that Thrive New York partners with every single possible community group in New York City. And they rightfully so do this. You have communities that are insular, that are resistant to talking about mental health, maybe the Orthodox community, maybe the Muslim community, maybe the LGBT community. They've partnered with groups that represent these demographics. It's just a lie. Then they told us that they don't want to have an elected official plus the Thrive logo plus an outside group. This, too, was also Googleably false.
So we just said, you don't want to do this event with the sponsor, so go scratch. That's it. We don't need you. We don't need you. And we're going to still do the event. We're going to still have mental health counseling for police officers. And by the way, I give a lot of credit for Joe Brelli for being this, uh, speaking up about this. But he's cared. Blue Lives Matter has cared. Because they've been meeting since the, the, the suicide epidemic of NYPD cops basically started, like three to four or five in. It took eight to nine, the number of suicides to rise to nine, for Bill de Blasio to make a statement about this. Wouldn't you, as mayor of New York, and you see a distressed NYPD force, wouldn't you want to protect that force? Wouldn't you, after first suicide, figure out then and there what the problem is? Wouldn't that be ideal? You wait till suicide eight or nine to comment on all this, to write a letter about this? Are you kidding me? So, I want to play back something, because I was Googling something, uh, Facebooking something with Joe Browning. See um, what content I had with him. Clicked the link that said, oh, I mentioned Joe Borelli. And what I said last year, when Borelli was trying to convince de Blasio not to remove armed guards from the schools after Parkland, that's how crazy he was thinking de Blasio was. I urge the mayor to do this. I hope Mayor de Blasio listens to Councilman Joe Borelli, and I still do. I still do. His response would be... First of all, he has my phone number. Yeah, well, if you're going to go and call him a liar, why would you expect a phone call from Joe Borelli, Mayor Bill de Blasio? Why would you? So I, I applaud and I commend Joe Borelli for his efforts tonight on the air on all these interviews he was doing because the mayor of New York called him a liar. And I'm still in shock that he called him a liar. Now you've gone out and called me a liar on national TV. I'm calling the New York Post a liar and Councilman Burley a liar. And, and that's the other part of this, right? That's the other part of this. He was there up on the platform in uh, New Year's Eve 2019, 2018 and 19. Setting the ball down one Times Square with a bunch of reporters to let freedom ring, freedom of press ring. Yet you're going to call one of your biggest tabloids, hometown papers. Some journalistic aspect of that is, you know, of that paper is real. They have a lot of journalism in there. You're going to say they're a liar. You're going to attack that post outlet you're going to attack the press you're going to attack a former uh, a fellow councilman you can do better mayor bill you come back from the campaign trail just for that nonsense are you kidding me right now are you serious right now you're going to come back and say that you're going to say that really really right now I don't get it. 
I don't get it, Mayor Bill. And this, by the way, is on the heels of five cops, I think it may have been six cops being shot in Philadelphia while they were being taunted by Philly uh, neighborhoods in Philly. After they were trying to step in on a narcotics deal, five of them get shot. God bless it, they all got it released from the hospital. But all of this is coming on the heels of another NYPD suicide. On the heels, on the heels of the shootout. And you would think because they're left-leaning, the Post wouldn't make, wouldn't make an article that says, oh, by the way, the shootouts in Philadelphia are not, are, are reasons why laws don't work. Yeah, if, if you follow the Washington Post and how liberal they can be, then you might have been as shocked as I was that they were actually saying through one of their contributors, hey, you know, uh, gun laws won't work. Because the guy that was involved with the shootout, the suspect involved with the shootout last night, had felony charges. He shouldn't have been back on those streets. He shouldn't have had a gun. But he got it illegally. So what the Washington Post is saying and proving is that, guys, laws may not work. Laws cannot curb gun violence is what they say. And I'm so proud of the Washington Post for printing an article written by James Homan and Mariano Alfaro. Mariano Alfaro. It was a seven and a half hour standoff last night. They fired tear gas into his home and he has a very long rap sheet which makes it a felony for him to even possess a firearm. But that didn't stop him from having a gun, did it? So, here's the best line of this article. Despite the laws that are already on the books, criminals find ways to acquire weapons without background checks, whether it lacks stores through the gun show loophole, via the internet, or on the black market. Thank you, Washington Post, for telling the truth about this. And what does the governor of Pennsylvania do? Yes, he supports the cops. The actual Pennsylvania Police Union support him. But he then says, oh, we need to make more background checks. Someone should forward this article to the Washington Post, uh, from the Washington Post to his desk tomorrow to rescind that executive order, by the way. But do you know what they also pointed out in addition to all this? Is this was not the only police incident this week. On Monday night, according to Homan and Alfaro, According to them, a California Highway Patrolman, a report from the Los Angeles Times, was killed by a felon on Monday night and two of his colleagues were badly wounded during a gun battle on the freeway in Riverside. The shooter used an IR-15 without a serial number, making it untraceable, according to the Times. So now we have ghost guns that are another issue and can be ordered by mail or obtained underground. Yet the honest, well-off, mentally sane, just wanting to protect society citizens, 
can't have guns now? You're going to make it harder for them to get guns while these criminals will freely get it? You're going to tell Walmart, Walmart not to sell guns? When the people walking in did the shooting, not the wa those walking out? So that's incident number one. And there are a third of firearms in California, by the way, unserialized. This is how deep and absurd it gets. In Arkansas, there was a, a sheriff's deputy fatally shot last month when he reported to a domestic violence call. That same deputy had arrested the man who would kill him for hitting someone else with a metal pipe in April 2018. So this guy was a repeat offender. And he was back out. He was charged with aggravated terroristic threats, aggravated assault, and second-degree uh, battery. Then the gunman opened fire. And Fullerton, the heroic... See, anybody that wants to get in the line of this evil is heroic, is brave. That's why I post on my Facebook there was bravery last night in Philadelphia to step into a narcotic deal and intervene with that. That's bravery. That's not cowardice. That's not deflecting and calling a councilman a liar, Mayor de Blasio. That's not what that is. That's true, true guts. I don't think you know what that is. I don't think you know what that is. Being gutsy and supporting a cause when you know your voting base may not like it. No, you go the other way the way of anti-New York City, anti-protection. Even an assemblywoman from the from New York State Assembly is like upset with him the way he handled the Brownsville shooting. Saying, why didn't you categorize that a mass shooting? 11 people were shot, and I think maybe about 11 were killed. So, to the officers that do this day in and day out, that risk their lives day in and day out, we cannot thank you enough. We cannot thank you enough, and we're not thanking you enough. And you know how I know that? Because many stories, as we see all around the country, and I implore you to read the Washington Post article on this. It's on my Twitter, at AlexGNNYC, at AlexGNNYC. Or will be after this podcast on. But there's some truth in that article. And here's what you need to know. You need to know that Mayor de Blasio finally stepped into the this mess when he got to nine. But where was he when the first cop committed suicide? Oh, I know. He was busy on the debate stage saying how bad cops are. How we have to be worried about them. Every day in the city. Now, albeit, there needs to be better relations. I agree. But what de Blasio and others are doing is stoking fear. Instead of saying, we can all get along. They're saying, be afraid. And that's not the message either. That shouldn't be the message coming from the New York City mayor. Uh, when talking about the most illustrious police department in the country. Maybe even the world. Maybe even the world. 
So, Mayor Bill, the next time you say, I would advise you, don't say that. And I would advise you to just implore unity, not fear. Unity, not fear, not labeling a councilman a liar. And again, again, I have to play this. I hope Mayor de Blasio listens to Councilman Joe Borelli. And that was from last year. And that statement right there still holds to this day. To today. Now, there is some good news. So, in just a couple of weeks, it'll be 17 years since my family and I moved out here in the Queens. It's been great. But the cooler thing is, is a decrepit building a block away, they used to have, a, it used to be a hospital, is being torn down for new housing. So the eyesore that is that decrepit old hospital is coming down, thank God. And we will see a newly vibrant, rejuvenized Parsons Boulevard in that section. And then, on the other side of uh, where I live, on the other side of that, right on Parsons, they're destroying a funeral home. So maybe getting rid of death and despair and decrepitness can be hope that we can all do that together if we just work with each other and not, not, not tear each other down. Now you've gone out and called me a liar on national TV. I'm calling the New York Post a liar and Councilman Burley a liar. You ranted for three minutes. And then you did. Three minutes against Borelli. Unacceptable, Mayor de Blasio. Unacceptable for those who want to reject the Washington Post article. And, and it's certainly unacceptable that the demonization of cops continues to this day. I played you that audio a while ago, Mark Morgan, CBP head, saying, hey, can you stop demonizing our cops? Demonization must stop, and it must. It has to. But kudos to Joe Borelli for the way he handled today. And Mayor de Blasio, you want to be purveyor of truth? <laughs> We're just going to take a hatchet to your lies and give people the truth.